We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors, and so glad you were able to join us uh, this weekend. I'm Mark Cox, and along with my host, Bo Matthews, my co-host, and Carl Middleman, our producer in here. Hello. Having a great time. What are we listening to, Carl? Martha and the Vandellas Heat uh, Wave, because it is actually the heat wave is actually broken. Isn't that nice? <laughs> I hope people have found a reason to get outdoors this weekend. And one of the I'll, geniuses I'll tell you what. that wrote this song, sorry, Bo, one of the geniuses that wrote this song just passed away this weekend. Oh. The Holland Dozer Holland, they wrote all the hits for the Supremes and the Four Tops, and it's a, it's, it's a loss because they were with Motown. If you know a Motown song... These three three guys probably wrote it. Wow, it is a loss. But you know, you know, how about uh, uh, you know recognizing their contribution yeah. to us dancing and having a good time? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I I, I did have a, a we have a splash pool. You know, something about you know just the above ground you know splash pool we call it. Um, and it it like deflated, lost half the water, so I had to you know figure <laughs> out that situation. Um, and I just hope it gets warm enough I can use it again because it really hasn't been warm enough for that. I'm have not, you, have I'm you... not complaining, man. I stepped outside one morning this week and it was like 63 degrees and it was a shock to the system. And I'm, oh, I, I mean, I'm, I love, I loved it too. Don't get me wrong. And you wore a jacket to work. And I'll be complaining uh, when it's 12 degrees in about five months. So don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that, that was my operation this week of getting outdoors. Um, I, I did want to uh, share with you, you know, because. When you and I, when you've shared stories of you getting a new firearm when you went to Alaska or whatever, I mean, right. it's, it's exciting for the the gun enthusiast, the uh, the you know, for shooting sports and things like that, and the self protection. Mark, I've got a friend. Uh, she is uh, well. You know what? I won't name her, so I'll tell you. She's seventy. Bought okay. her first firearm. First one, and it's her first one. And I get to do the honors of bringing her to the range. And so we've been texting back and forth. This is my buddy's, uh, my, one of my best friend's girl. And she is like, she I don't know, it's amazing what a young spirit she is. And she's like, you know, Thelma and Louise and, and John Wayne all tied up into one. Um, and she's so excited to get out to the range. But until we get there, and it's going to be soon, uh, I've been telling her, you know, these are some things you can do. You can practice pulling it. You can practice pulling. You can practice pulling the trigger. And so, uh, so you'll appreciate this. So just this week I said, well, you know, if you're at a, a pretty good day, if you're like, you know, 10 feet from your TV, 15 feet from your TV, 
that's really a normal uh, range to practice on for self-defense because a lot of those situations happen within 21 feet or less. Yes. I said, you could just, uh, you could just, you know, look at your TV. They got a big screen TV like most Americans. I said, you can use your firearm and aim at that TV and at the, at the heads just to kind of get a feel for that. And she goes, oh, let me turn it over to the news. I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Now, that could be perceived as a threat, Bo. you got to be careful these days. Well, no, it's practice. It's practice. (laughs) It's practice. So what kind of gun did she buy? She bought a a Taurus 38, uh, and it's a black finish. It's, you know, got a black finish on it. It's beautiful. And uh, and she's a a pretty tall woman. And uh, I don't know. She's just really excited. She says, as soon as it went into my hand, she says, I knew this was the one. Again, she hasn't fired it yet. But as soon as she does, I, I think she's going to be a boss at it because it's one of those things. You know, it's like a classic car owner. You want you want to make it the way you want. You want to of drive course. it the way you want to drive it. And uh, so I'm going to be taking her out to the range. And I've already given her some basic instruction. Uh, anything that I might have forgot to tell her? Um, boy, you know, ne- never fired in anger. I, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So I so I don't know. Uh, Treat every weapon as it's loaded. Exactly. Yes. Make sure it's one. always pointed downrange. I mean, that's what they're going to tell you. Maybe what she probably needs to do, and it's good that she's got a good friend like you who's familiar with firearms. But uh, you know, my guys over at the range will always talk to me about their like beginning firearms courses, and they 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 have special courses just designed for for women so they can go yeah. into this class and they don't feel intimidated and there aren't guys in there that think they know it all and all this stuff they just they can start with basic questions and and they fill those classes up all the time so that may be a good idea for her a- absolutely and now here's a here's a, a, a rhetorical well not a rhetorical no it's an actual question how many shells do you think needs to be pumped through a firearm to be comfortable with it you know what i'm saying like when you get a brand new firearm how many shells do you how many bullets do you want to shoot uh before you think you are going to be excellent with that you firearm? know i i would think that it's not a matter of of how many boxes of ammo you put through it but how often you go to the range to practice with it when you first get it because i don't know if going once and putting three boxes of ammo through it is enough to get you comfortable but i would okay. say going a couple of times a month, maybe, or three or four times a month, maybe once a week for the first couple of months that you own it, then you're going to, if you've never owned a firearm before, you've never owned a pistol or a handgun, that probably helps get you comfortable with it more so than the number of rounds you fire through it, right? That repetitive okay. action, not being afraid of, you know, not, 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 uh, you know, uh, wincing when you're about to fire it because you're expecting the the recoil whatever the case may be i just think you have to do that and you have to go just like somebody told me one time if you decide to carry concealed you need to carry it so often that you don't even know it's there because yeah. you're you're when you first start carrying you're subconscious of it you're always reaching back uh you know uh, making sure it's there or pulling up your pants or whatever the case sure. may be you you need to get to the point where if you're going to carry you feel you feel naked if it's not back there but that it's so you're so comfortable with it so i would think it'd be the same way with a beginner uh, with a firearm okay Re- repetitive well, okay so going going get get her to go with you every couple of weeks and until she's very comfortable with all the rules and and what you do and i think that's that's my best advice 
Absolutely. And, and, and as far as shooting sports and self-defense, I think it's important uh, to, to get out like, like a bowling you know, team. You, you, you want to do it as often as you can. Um, so let me ask you just randomly, uh, how, how, many, how many shots do you run through your gun when you go to the range? Do you do a one box? Do you do 100? It, it depends on what I'm doing that day, but probably a box, box and a half, something like that. It, you know, I'll okay. be honest with you, when, when ammunition was hard to get uh, and more expensive, oh I kind of got... I kind of whittled myself down to not using more than a box just because I didn't want to run through what I had at home or spend too much when I go to shoot. That's eased up a little bit these days. You can find ammo a little more affordably. And 38 ammo, if that's what she's got, is is, is. has always been among the most affordable of all of them. Yeah, I, well, I'm excited to get her started, and uh, you know, because you know she's a hiker. She you know hikes in the woods, and she says she's been just seeing different, or you know, uh, more often she's you know comes into contact with people when she's walking, yeah. uh, or hiking, and this has really pushed her to you know to you know because she gets scared, and well, once you get scared, you want to do it, something. Is she, she going to get a CCW? Uh, you know what? We haven't talked about that. I would that highly recommend that training. She should go through the, that Yeah, training. the training's yeah. good. Yeah. My training's going to be good. <laughs> well, of course it is, but... Yeah. What the heck, man? Get, get a certified trainer to put her through one of those CCW courses. She probably will move towards that. Absolutely. Good, good. Hey, uh, coming up, we're going to talk second amendment. We got Aaron Doerr from the Missouri Firearms Coalition on a little later. They were very active in this latest primary here in Missouri. We're going to talk more about what's coming up for, uh, for this fall, the next legislative session. Uh, and what you need to be looking for when you're questioning these politicians. And then, before we get to that, we're going to talk barbecue. If you're not hungry now, you will be by the time we finish this segment. You think, Bo? Did you call it barbecue? Barbecue. I love some barbecue. Where are you from, boy? I love barbecue. I do. Oh, I love it. The South. I'm from the South. I think I might have barbecue stain on this T-shirt, actually, that I'm wearing. <laughs> That's my answer. Yeah. Hey, that's all coming up on the Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Thank you. 
Got to start off with a tearjerker there for this segment. Is that right, Carl Middleton? I'm sorry, but one of my first crushes as a child. How about you, Bo? I have a tear in my eye. This has just saddened me so much. And we ended up watching a John Travolta movie last night, and it was horrible. I don't even remember what the name <laughs> but was. But she wasn't You watched it. the wrong one. I did. No, uh, she... Oh, my gosh. Come on. I, I heard you, actually, Mark, talking about... About uh, the Fair Fawcett poster and the uh, Sandy poster right. from Greece, every kid had that. Every kid had that. Yeah, that's that's she, the spandex I like to see. Spandex and, at Walmart, not so much. And I did. <laughs> but, but Bo, she started and, off as a country music artist. Yeah. Uh, hello, thirty some years in the business. I know. I yeah, know. I, but she, but here's what I didn't know till I was this many years old uh, this week. <laughs> I didn't realize that when she played Sandy in Greece, uh, she was 29 years old. She was almost oh, yeah. 30. Well, Stocker Channing she did was that like in 78. Well, she wasn't that old. Come no, on. No, but Stocker Channing was not young either. I know, but she pulled it off perfectly. She just just looked so young and smoking hot. I mean, she was. There's no way else to put it. But anyway, good. And now you're going to see Newton, all the John, networks Big running. Moss. You're, you're going to see uh, uh, Grease reruns all over the place, like they like they do when a star kicks the bucket. And it, it is sad. She was so sweet and just beautiful. Now, was it her or Suzanne Summers that had the husband that went missing? That was, was her. Olivia Newton John. That was her. And it wasn't yeah. a husband. It was just a boyfriend. They never got married. But he went. He went missing for like years. Then he was like seen in Spain or something. Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go with that story. Welcome Our back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, we're doing a show. Let's oh. talk. Let's talk about uh, the Great Outdoors. And speaking of Greece, uh, do you enjoy ah. grilling? Oh, boom! That's Bo. a mic drop. You enjoy grilling, Bo? Do you do you grill much? As as twelve months a year, as often as I can. Uh, that's awesome. I don't do it as often as I used to. I'll, I'll admit that, but I enjoy doing it. And I what I appreciate the most are people who are passionate about it. Because my brother-in-law fits that category. He's got the smoker and all that stuff. Uh, me, not so much. But when I can do something uh, extra when I'm grilling that makes it taste like uh, I've oh, gone man. that extra step, see, that helps me. That's a shortcut for me. And we're joined this morning by a couple of guys that can help us out with that. Aaron Kirchner and Josh Anderson are with Grill Heads. And I'm telling you what, if you haven't tried these rubs, they're available in St. Louis now and just in time for the summer barbecue traditions and all that. So, Aaron and Josh, welcome to the show. Good morning. Hey, guys. Happy happy to be here. Yeah, well, it's great to get you on. I mean, you you heard me say it there. I mean, I'm always looking for something that's going to make me seem like a a better griller, a better cook than I am. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a common common thing we run into from ourselves or wives or anybody, you know, just trying to take that meal to the next level and add a little flavor to it. You know, Aaron, I want to ask you a question. Uh, Your preferred grilling method, are you a gas guy, a briquettes guy, or a, uh, a, like a big green egg guy? So it's funny you ask. There's actually a little bit of a stigma right now on gas grills. Um, I have a, I have two different grills. I have it like a mini egg that it takes lump charcoal. And then Josh and I both have a two-year-old. So I also have a gas grill that <laughs> if time's pressed and the two-year-old's going nuts, we got to get the meal ready however we can. So it, it really depends on the day and the amount of time that we have. Yeah. 
That's kind of been me. I, I I I need to get it done usually in a hurry, and you know I, I'm not I'm not going to be up at three in the morning with the electronic thermometer telling me that the <laughs> smoker temperature has gotten too low. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that's not how I tend to do things. So so maybe Josh, maybe you can kind of tell us how this got started because uh, you guys felt. Uh, that maybe there was a better way out there when it came to rubs than what you were finding on the market currently. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, Aaron and I went to high school together. I've known each other forever. Um, you know, I graduated college way back. feels like forever ago now, but we've been talking about starting a business, and we're both super passionate about barbecue, obviously. Um, and, you know, we're kind of looking at all the rubs and everything that's out there right now. And, you know, everybody has their own flavor profile and what they like. So we just kind of thought of three that we thought would be enjoyable and we thought our friends and family would like. And honestly, just kind of went from there um, and started started out that way. Yeah. So so you got to you practiced, I'm assuming, on your family and your friends until you perfected <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. We went through several renditions of this. Um, I'm, I'm sure my. My wife is glad that we actually perfected it finally instead of trying some of the other concoctions we put together. So, Well, I, I, Aaron, I want to ask you, uh, can we just be honest here? As a matter of fact, all of us here in this room, uh, as, we're, as we're talking about uh, uh, grill heads, when it comes to grilling, my wife is so appreciative that I'm handling the grilling part of it. Are your wives the same or they're because I mean, my wife like, well, thanks for cooking your own dinner. And I'm like, yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> Mark, do you do you get that same feeling or 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 is it just another part of the dinner that you got to put together? No, well, I, actually, I'm going to I'll I'll just be completely honest here. Uh, my wife would prefer to handle the grilling because she thinks I overcook the meat. <laughs> ah. Oh, uh, wow. because I'm more likely to like something closer to Char? medium well. No, medium well, and uh, she and my son uh, prefer it closer to medium, and they always accuse me of overcooking things. So uh, I don't fall in that I, category. You know what? And and there is something about doing a medium or medium rare. There is a flavor of just the, the meat itself that is so fantastic. But in the last couple of yep. years, I've been discovering different rubs as well. And guys, maybe you can speak to that. I saw you at an OMG, Oh My Garlic. I, I cannot wait to try that. Um, it does raise the level of your barbecue uh, from the just the, the, the meat flavor, which is awesome. But then when you accentuate it with a great rub like you guys are offering... This is this is yeah. really next level stuff, isn't it? Yeah. So it, it's funny you 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 phrase it that way. So the meat obviously is going to have a little bit of flavor. Each of ours they, they have a different flavor profile, and they're designed to bring out that flavor. And then let's just say you're cooking a steak with whether it's the OMG or our Jack of All Rubs, both are incredible on a steak. They're also going to help get a little bit of a crust as you cook that. Um, so crust on the outside, and then whatever finish you want on the inside not overpowering flavor, so you're still going to taste the meat. Um, so, yeah, every, everything we did here was was very meticulous so that we got, you know, the traditional barbecue flavors, the salt, the pepper, the honey, paprika, whatever that is. But then, you know, eat with your eyes first, and then the flavor's going to follow. And, and I think we <laughs> hit the nail on the head on all three three of the rubs. Yeah. My, my stomach just started growling mm. uh, right then. And it, <laughs> da- it dawned on me that uh, Carl – where you failed us is that Aaron and Josh should have been in studio with some examples of, the, of these rubs <laughs> yeah. instead they of sent on, us the, the, on the phone. They sent us the rubs. Well, I know that. I haven't had a chance to use them yet, though, and that's why I'm that's why I'm telling you that. So anyway, is there any yeah. aspirations of being in competitions at all, guys? Uh, uh, Josh, how about you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's the next you know 
um, potentially get out there. The more people that try it, the more people like it, obviously. So, you know, that would be a good way to kind of spread the spread the word a little bit. And, um, no, we actually that was one of our goals this year is to get into a couple of competitions. We haven't met that goal yet, but, you know, <laughs> that might be in 2023, really. Well, let, let's talk about, uh, Aaron, talk about the, the three rubs then that uh, you sent us examples of. The OMG was the first one. That's the one yep. with garlic. But there are a couple of others, and therefore uh, maybe d- d- different uh, types of meat that you're, that you're grilling? Correct. So let's say, let's say you walk in Ace Hardware, you walk to the, the rub wall. You probably have 200 different variations of rubs, and, and this kind of goes back to why we started. I bought a grill. We didn't have any of the supplies. I was spending a ton of money. My wife was like, all right, Aaron, you got to get this under control. You can't go to Ace every week or Home Depot and buy all this stuff. So no matter what you're cooking, there's a few basic things you want. So we knew we needed a garlic rub. Universal goes on anything. I had it on scrambled eggs this morning, had it on veggies last night. Incredible on meat. That's kind of an all-purpose rub. The queen bee, there's a huge market for a honey-based dry rub. Uh, there's a few on the market today that have done a really nice job, you know, brands that have, you know, legacy brands that have been out forever. They lacked a little bit of color that I wanted. They lacked a little bit of flavor that Josh and I wanted. I think we have the best honey-based dry rub on the market right now in queen bee, and everybody that tries it, they come back with pictures and, you know, just absolutely raving reviews. And then jack-of-all rubs jack of all trades it's our all-purpose it doesn't matter what you use it on it's going to be really really good steak pork you name it it's outstanding so with these three we're confident that no matter what you're cooking you could use any one of these and you're going to be successful with it and whoever you cook for they're going to say wow this is really good you really you really hit the nail on the head which you know everybody loves that feeling there's nothing better i'll be honest with you guys i've never heard of a honey-based rub so uh, the queen really? bee dry rub is right up my alley because I have a sweet tooth, uh, especially when I'm cooking uh, like a pork steak or, or even pork chops, mostly pork. Um, I want something sweet on that. Um, you know, the one thing I just can't get over is is really grilling on uh, grilling fish on the grill. Um, yeah. What would what would be the best out of your selections for fish? I'm not a big fan of it, but uh, if you're going to do salmon, queen bee is really good. It's going to add a little bit of that candy coating, that sweet taste you just mentioned. Any kind of a white fish, our, our OMG, the garlic rub, every day of the week, it's outstanding. Wow. And if you throw it on a cedar plank on a grill to get a little bit added smoke flavor, just mm. outstanding. There I am. Some, a friend of mine just went salmon fishing, and whenever somebody tells me they've gone up north somewhere to catch salmon, I don't even want to know what the actual price per pound must be by the time you average it out. But he did offer me some, and I've told him I'm going to take him up on it, so I'm going I'm to try some yeah. of your OMG rub on that when I when I grill it, for sure. Uh, let's, talk yeah. about the, let's talk about the giveaway, because obviously p- people have an opportunity if they if they go to a schnooks correct which is where your a lot of your uh, your your rubs are found correct yep yep that's right yeah so uh we you're doing the grillhead summer giveaway right now uh, uh josh why don't you tell people what what they can win yeah so um yeah if you go to schnooks and buy one of our so we have um omg and queen bee currently in um schnooks in the locals locals rack so if you go there purchase one no purchase necessary as well you can read the terms of service online but if you enter, you can get a 22-inch Traeger, um, an Arctic cooler, uh, all of our suite of rubs, and then we have some grilling supply, our tools as well, some gloves and some cloths. It's like a $670 package for the winter. Oh, outstanding. 
Yeah, I uh, yeah. I wanted to ask you guys too. Uh, last time we got together with some friends last weekend, uh, we were talking about grilling. They saw my grill, and I had a I had a, a grilled uh, chicken quarters. Uh, I'm sorry, chicken thighs, and my my grill turned into my gas grill turned into an inferno. Flames four yeah. feet high. And our friend, uh, she said, "Oh, we bought this indoor grill." Um, not that we're here to talk about grills, but uh, have you experienced your spices on an indoor grill, which are smokeless and they're wonderful and they're easy to you know pack away? Any any experience with that? No, no. Um, I, I actually, um, I did try some stuff on some air fryer the other day, which was actually really good. I know it's not an indoor grill, ooh, but that that, that turned out well. Yeah, yeah I did just, some uh, steak fajitas on the air fryer. <laughs> Outstanding. And you Got- didn't invite us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time we're having you in the studio, where, where's your uh, – tell, tell us how people can uh, can get a hold of you. Is it grillheadsupply.com? Yeah, so we're grillheadsupply.com. Started as a COVID business all online. We are in every local snook, so all 83 stores, St. Louis, Illinois, and Central Missouri, LeGrand's, uh, Two wine and cheese places, and then uh, Westlake Hardware, Brennicky Hardware, and Bridgeton. So numerous retail locations as well as online. Well, it sounds delicious. I've, I've got it at home just waiting maybe for this weekend to try for the first time. So I hope people get a chance to do that. Listen, uh, Aaron Kirchner, Josh Anderson, thank you both so much. And, uh, well, t- again, I hope, hopefully people will go online or go to the store and enter your summer giveaway. I, I, I'd love to have a Traeger. Maybe I'll go try that. Am I eligible, by the way? Yeah, sure. absolutely. There you go. By the way, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say thank you guys for having us on, and hopefully your wives are pleased with something you cook up for them with the rub. <laughs> All that work you're doing, absolutely. Hey, I, I do want to point out on your website, grillheadsupply.com, uh, uh, they, you have uh, uh, things that you just can't get anywhere, like the uh, the meat claws and the gloves. You you For grill aficionados, definitely look for just more than their rubs on their website, and good luck to you guys. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you, gentlemen. You bet. Yep. Have a great take, day. take care. We we appreciate that. Uh, grillheadsupply.com. Check them out online. I, I can't wait to taste it. This Next weekend. summer, they'll be in. Making you look good to your wife or significant other. How about that? I'll bring the indoor grill. We could do it right in the studio. <laughs> wow. I think we got See a plan. No doubt about it. Hey, let's get to the Second Amendment portion of this. Our friend Aaron Doerr from the Missouri Firearms Coalition uh, coming in here. They did some endorsements during the primary. We'll find out what he's got planned when we get back. We'll be right back. It is Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors with Mark Cox. I'm Bo Matthews. Carl Middleman is here as well as our executive producer. Pew, pew. I've been waiting for that all week long. Uh, and this segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory. If you have never been, go to De Pere. It's on Manchester Road next to the tennis store. You will see the tennis store before you see Razorback, but they're in the same plaza. And at Razorback Armory, it is AR August. I, I actually... 
uh, fought for the idea to call it Argus, but they said I sounded too much like a pirate. Uh, so it's AR August. Purchase a new AR and customize your existing AR. Parts, accessories, silencers, make your AR unique to you and how you want it to look and feel and perform. Check them out at RazorbackArmory.com for details and directions to get there. Tell them I said hello when you go to Razorback Armory. I'll bet okay, that's going to so, be a huge month for them. Well, if it was Argus, it Arg. would be. <laughs> It would be just that much bigger. Anyway, uh, so with the grill guys, that's maybe that's what they should have called themselves. But no, the grill heads uh, were the part of the outdoor, the great outdoors part of the show. And uh, this is the uh, Second Amendment part of the show. We welcome into the show Missouri Firearms Coalition uh, uh, guy, uh, Aaron Dorr. Aaron, how are you? Welcome back to the show. I'm doing good, guys. Thanks a lot for the time. Uh, we always appreciate it and uh, want to talk about uh, the hot buttons of uh, Second Amendment right now because uh, this is this is a huge time for uh, gun support, uh, Second Amendment supporters as we approach the midterms. Tell us what we should do if we if those that are listening do in fact support the Second Amendment. Well, it certainly is a hot time right now, both here in Missouri and at the federal level. Obviously, all eyes right now are on the so-called assault weapons ban that Pelosi passed through the House just in the last week or so. And the question on everyone's mind right now is, are there enough votes in the Senate to get this done? And we're going to see what happens in that fight later on this fall. But it's really important for gunners to figure out where these candidates stand. We just got stabbed in the back by Roy Blunt you know, two months ago, helping Joe Biden pass this massive gun control bill. Right. And so for it, it, the time to trust party labels is long since passed. That's becoming sure. more obvious now to many people. And so talking to the candidates, pushing them hard, how they would vote on gun rights issues and figuring out where they actually stand is uh, critical going forward. Well, it is, Aaron. Mark Cox here. You know, you, you can see a candidate claim to have a certain rating by a by a gun rights organization. But at the end of the day, look at Blunt. I mean, he, he supported this legislation, which is going to, I, I don't even know how many hundreds of millions or billions of dollars they dedicated to trying to encourage more red flag laws in states across the yep. country. Your number one litmus test for any new law like that should be, tell me the difference it would have made in any of these recent mass shootings. And it wouldn't have. Yeah, and Roy Blunt is, is emblematic of this rhino swamp uh, infestation we have right now in D.C. and in Jeff City with Republicans who will say whatever it takes to get elected, and that once they're in office, they have no problem stabbing us in the back. The good news here in Missouri is that uh, the Missouri Firearms Coalition members continue to speak very loudly every two years in the primaries. You know, Eric Greitens found that out the hard way last week. You've got rhinos like Bill White in the state Senate who found that out the hard way last week. The word's getting out amongst the rhino class here in Missouri that if you mess around with gun rights, you're going to pay a price in the primaries. You know, I saw a couple of your posts about that during the election uh, online that you, you had recorded. And you were calling some of these guys out for for what they either tried to do to Sapa or what they were trying to do to undermine it, correct? Yeah, exactly. We have Republicans are we <laughs> we had Republicans as early as, as as you know this session this year in January 
who were talking about repealing the teeth, the heart, the heart and soul of Missouri's SEPA legislation. I believe that fight has uh, gone away now because everyone saw what happened to, to the weak rhinos who would not support SEPA, again, in these most recent primaries. But again, there was a time when gun owners, I think, allowed themselves to believe that as long as the, the, the person claimed to be a Republican, that was good enough. The good news for us, both in Missouri and nationally, is that for you know, the younger generation of, of Second Amendment supporters does not have that, that handicap. We, we understand that party labels in a red state just don't matter a whole lot. The question is, what do their votes look like? What do their, what do their actions look like? And we'll, we'll make them pay a price, uh, party be damned. Good. Aaron Doerr is our guest from Missouri Firearms Coalition. And, uh, Aaron, I want, you to, I want you to know that I did reach out. You know how we always say on this program, uh, you know, make sure you, you know, get a hold of your legislatures, uh, you know, your legislators, and, you know, reach out to them. Tell them how you feel. And I actually reached out to uh, Blaine Lutkemeyer, and uh, his response was definitely, um, uh, you know, in support of, uh, you know, the uh, H.R. 1808 and the Assault Weapons Ban of 2021 uh, of that and he, he he does not support you know banning anything and so when you're looking at a rhino uh do you believe the the carbon you know the uh the uh, what do you call it the you know the form letter that they send out to the constituents do do you trust that or or what can people do to make sure that their voice is heard and that the response is what you want well i think what we're seeing right now in missouri for gun owners is uh, is, is Eric Schmidt, you know, as kind of the new standard when it comes to gun rights, because everybody can say that they're pro-gun in a form letter. The question we want to see is, what are you doing offensively to actually fight for us? And we've yeah. seen Eric Schmidt, you know, fight to defend SAPA in court, you know, fight to keep the FBI out of our concealed carrier records, uh, all these things that he has done. And that's kind of the new standard going forward. So whether it's Luke DeMeyer or Ann Wagner or anybody else, it's like, okay, that's good that you won't vote for an assault weapons ban. But when are you going to go on the, on the attack? When will right. you lead the fight for gun rights? What gun bills are you sponsoring? What floor speeches have you given? Where are you leading the fight for gun rights? This is not a purple state. <laughs> it's Missouri. And so simply not voting for gun control is not sufficient anymore. We want folks to lead on the fight for gun rights. And if they won't, we're not going to forget that going forward. You know, Aaron, let's let's talk for a moment about what you brought up there with with Eric Schmidt. Uh, I was reading that letter, in fact, just this morning that he sent to Christopher Ray of the FBI. And I'll I'll quickly go through just a little bit of it for people who aren't familiar with it. Uh, he uh, so Eric Schmidt writing this. It's come to my attention. The FBI has informed uh, several Missouri County sheriffs are going to be showing up in August to audit CCW permit holder records. The FBI states that includes an on-site review of your concealed carry weapons permits. And Eric Schmidt says, let me make it perfectly clear, allowing federal agents from the FBI to have access to records of Missourians who have a permit to carry a concealed weapon violates Missouri law and infringes on our Second Amendment rights. And he promises to go to court if that's what's necessary to prevent this from happening. Where does this stand now? Well, it's kind of this grudge match between the DOJ and the state of Missouri. This is not arbit this is not happening just in a vacuum. The yeah. DOJ and the White House is livid 
with Missouri because we passed SEPA legislation last year. And we have told the feds that we're not going to let you use our law enforcement resources to enforce your federal gun control agenda. Now, magically, (laughs) a couple months later, while we're still in the court process on this, they want to come into Missouri and just randomly uh, go through our concealed carry records. Uh, I think that Schmidt's doing the right thing by telling the FBI to pound sand. And we're going to have to wait and see what happens now. It's kind of this grudge match between Missouri and the DOJ. But this is what we need to see from Republicans from pro-gun legislators at all levels of government going forward. We cannot sit back and be passively pro-gun anymore. This is the, this is the, uh, the stakes are high. The radical left is not hiding their intentions anymore. And again, this is kind of what we need to see from pro-gun lawmakers, or in this case, an attorney general going forward, yeah. an aggressive fight to defend our freedoms. Amen. And really, there's only only so much they can do with uh, CCW permit holders because since we are a constitutional state, there's a lot of people that do conceal carry that don't have that permit. Um, I guess they could maybe find the records of gun purchases. So it's kind of a a, a moot argument, uh, in my opinion. Um, I I know it's a different state, but I did want to bring this up. Uh, and wondered if we had any sheriff uh, sheriffs in any county in Missouri that are maybe going to do what the uh, uh, North Carolina uh, county is doing. Madison County in North Carolina. Mark, do you know about this story? I do not. Okay. Sheriff's office decided to put an assault-style rifle in each of the county's six schools as a safety yep. measure in light of the uh, Robb Elementary School shooting in Uvalde, Texas. And this is for the uh, the resource officer, obviously. But, uh, you know, there's, there's other... Uh, counties that are you know trying to push for some teachers if you want to get you know trained that you could be trained on the chance that you know god forbid something like this happens um again it's so rare when you think about the numbers it's so rare it's horrible every time a school shooting happens but uh, uh aaron do you know anybody uh or any sheriffs in uh missouri that are trying to do this as well I'm not aware of it happening right now on, a, on an individual or personal basis. I do know that the Sheriff's Association, as you guys probably know, have politically have been very much against our gun rights in Jeff City over the years. But individually, a large number of sheriffs are obviously very pro-gun in that capacity. This would be a great thing to see. I mean, we protect all kinds of institutions around the state and around the nation with firearms. And for schools to be basically targets for these madmen, it's insanity. So it'd be a great uh, thing to see going forward, and uh, we hope it moves forward fast. Yeah, Uh, well, let's hope they consider that. You know, these schools spend, in my opinion, far too much money on trivial things. And when when you ask them to, you know, buck up to have extra resource officers in the schools and that's going to be in the school budget and not the police department budget then they balk and say that's too expensive what price do you put on the safety of our children well exactly like i said when we see the sheriff's association lobbyist in the capitol lobbying against the second amendment so many days in a row during session in jeff city that, that is the ultimate question like you weren't elected to set statewide policy you were elected to keep your county safe, and yes. we have a growing number of madmen who want to kill our children, kill teachers, kill unarmed parents in these areas. Let's focus on your primary job. Keep us safe. Arm, harden these schools up. You know, target harden our schools. Put real firepower in these schools to defend our kids, and leave the policy making to the folks who are elected to do that in Jefferson City. 
Aaron Doors, our guest, Missouri Firearms Coalition. I'm going to go back to my question from a few minutes ago. What can Americans do to let their voices be heard? Um, because most people don't know their representative. They don't know their politician. They don't, how do you learn? That's the, the toughest thing. When you're going through a, a paper and there's all these ads, you, anybody can put any words down. Aaron, what's your advice when it comes to the Second Amendment? Well, when it comes to gun rights in Missouri, we are the voice for gun owners across the state. If you want to know who your legislator is, you know, get involved with our organization. If you want to know where they stand on gun rights, we'll tell our members that. If you want to know how they've answered our candidate surveys, we'll tell you that as well. We cut through that noise and cut through all the meaningless campaign ads and give our members a real look on where these candidates actually stand on gun rights. Well, good. Awesome. What's the website, uh, Aaron? You bet. It's MissouriFirearmsCoalition.org. MissouriFirearmsCoalition.org. Yeah, I, I hope people get involved and support what you guys are doing uh, because you're you're omnipresent up there in Jeff City during the legislative session, and I'm sure working ahead of that before uh, January of this year uh, to try to you know, maybe figure out who who what the landscape is. Uh, if they're going to take oh, yeah. another those, run, yeah, those, those at plans Sapa, are right? well underway. And yeah. yeah, exactly. Those, those plans are well underway. And the big, you know, what happens a lot of times at the state level when it comes to state level gun rights organizations is that they make a lot of noise during session, but there's no follow through at election time. And what makes MOFC so different and so powerful and so potent is that we focus ex- heavily on the elections every two years to make sure that our members know where these candidates stand and whether it was Kathy Swan or David Cole or Jack Bonden from two years ago, or it's the Eric Greitens and the Bill Whites and all these kind of people this cycle, uh, the word's getting out. Again, in Missouri, you're going to be held accountable for your votes. So if you say you're pro-gun at election time and you don't vote pro-gun in Jeff City, you will pay a price every two years. Our members ensure that. Aaron Doerr, MissouriFirearmsCoalition.org online. I hope people sign up there and get alerts from you and help out your efforts down in Jeff City. Thank you, my friend. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good day. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Great getting you on here and uh, talking about these important issues. It's going to be important in November, too. I mean, I know we're looking at the big Senate race on the Missouri side of the river. Obviously, the governor's race is going to be key over in Illinois, where they're always trying to restrict your Second Amendment rights. Maybe we need to get Darren Bailey on here, who's running for governor over there, and talk to him about it. I mean, I've not had a conversation with him about uh, where he stands on a lot of these issues, but my... Here's the problem in Illinois, and Annie Fry, I had her on my show this past week, who lives in Illinois, covers a lot of Illinois politics. You know, she brought this up to me that it, it after Bruce Rauner, it's not clear what a Republican is in Illinois because he wasn't a very strong Republican when he was in office. Um, and she's pushing back on the theory that that's what it takes to get elected. Uh, Darren Bailey, to the best of my knowledge, is a strong conservative. Uh, and I'd love to get him on here talking about that. So we'll, we'll I love that. You know what? We should yeah. extend that invitation to any side of the aisle about oh, yeah. it because we, we we need we need to have the conversation, Mark. That's the whole thing. We do indeed, uh, absolutely. Uh, that's Bo Matthews. I'm Mark Cox. Carl Middleman, our producer here. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We'll see you around next weekend. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 